Y'all ready for a word? Well, before we do that, I want to just give thanks and honor and praise to my pastor, Pastor Troy, the leadership for allowing me to be here and bring forth a word tonight. I don't take this lightly. Uh, I often say I'm not a, I know I can, you know, do praise and worship, but I'm a preacher first. And uh, I just happen to play music and sing. So um, this is my first calling and um, bringing forth and breaking the bread and teaching the word, edifying the saints. And um, I pray that God has a word for you. Um, I am nervous, you know, just going to keep it 1,000. I'm just, you know, uh, but I'm going to push through that too. All right. Uh, Let's go to God in a word of prayer. Father, we love you with all of our heart. We lean on into our own understanding and all of our ways. We are acknowledging you. You're so kind. You're so generous. You're so awesome. We love you. We bless you. We lift you up. Thank you for being merciful. Thank you for being gracious and uh, sensitive to our needs. Thank you, Father, for being a God that provides. Thank you for being a God that heals our brokenness. Thank you, Father, for lifting us up and restoring us. In Jesus' name, Father, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We are delivered in Jesus' name. Whosoever, according to the word, Joel 2.32, shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered in Jesus' name. And, Father, right now we call on your name, Jesus. Jesus, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, let the church say amen. Amen. All right, all right, let's go. What are we talking about tonight? We're talking about speak the word only. Now, I'm a, I got to say this. This is my first time doing slides and, and all of that because I'm old school, notes, and, you know, so I did my best. So if it looks a little quirky and fun, don't line up what I'm saying, you know, just g- give me some grace right there. Speak the word only. We're going to go to the word of God. We're going to go to Matthew, the book of Matthew chapter 8. <clears throat> The book of Matthew, chapter 8. And we're going to start at uh, verse number 5. And it says, and when Jesus had entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that that shall should have come under my roof but speak the word only speak the word only and my servant shall be healed speak the word only and my servant shall be healed Now, I'm going to get into some things that we're going to do a little dumpster diving here. Because a lot of people, they kind of glaze over this. But 
when the centurion said, speak the word only, he had something. Something made him say that. That just didn't come out of thin air. That brother had a word. I think he was, I think he was in the Old Testament somewhere. I think he got some knowledge of the scriptures. And when he was up under pressure, when he was under strain, when he was under stress, that word came up out of him. And he told Jesus, speak the word only. Now watch this. Verse number nine. He says, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another, come, and he cometh, and to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. Somebody be like, well, okay, yeah. But what this brother was doing was telling Jesus, I've got an insight on how you work your word. I got some, I got some insight as to how the word works. And he's communicating that to Jesus. Watch this. First he says, I'm a man under authority. Now, I believe in being under authority. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all going to have to miss me with not being up under your pastor and, you know, you want to go and do your own thing. Uh-uh. Don't do that. Stay up under your pastor. Stay up under covering. Okay? I know amens on that. Amen. <laughs> y'all not the only one? All right, come on, help me. Y'all got to help me preach in Lorraine now. I believe in being up under my pastor. Okay? He says, for I am a man under authority. Now watch this. What, what does he communicate? I am a man under authority. And he said, Jesus, you are under authority. Having soldiers under me, Jesus, you have the word under you. I say to this man, Jesus, you say unto the word, go and he goeth. Jesus, you say, to, you say go to the word and the word goeth. Oh, I'm about to unpack this tonight. Y'all better stay with me. And to another come and he cometh and Jesus, you tell the word to come and the word cometh. That's why the scripture talks about he sent his word and he healed him. And to my servant do this and he doeth it. And Jesus, you tell the word to do this and it'll do that. This is this man telling Jesus the revelation he's got about how to use the word. You got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta get this because this is the only place in the scriptures, as far as I know, where it was defined as great faith. I don't know nobody else that was operating in great faith. But it was something that this dude did that made Jesus marvel or admire the fact that he was operating and moving in great faith. Nobody else got that but him. Well, I'm just explaining to you what, what, what he got. He had, a, he had a revelation of how to use the word. That's why he stepped to Jesus and said, no, I don't, need, I don't need you coming to my house. I just need you to say something. 
I just need you to send something. Because I know when you send the word, my servant will be healed. He sent his word and it healed him. Boy, I hope y'all jotting that down. I hope you're jotting that down. You see, <clears throat> I've learned to not just speak words or just speak the word. I send the word. I tell the word what to do. What? You tell the word? Well, Jesus did it. I mean, are we in Christ or what? If we're going to be in Christ, let's be in Christ, all right? I send the word. I send the word to my kids. I send the word to my aunts and uncles. I send the word to church on the North Coast. I send the word to my job. I send the word to my supervisor. I send the word to in my sick. When my body is sick, I send the word to it. I send the word to my bank account. I send the word to when my car breaks down. Gotta learn to send the word. Word ain't just there to be just to be reading. It's for you to execute, implement, operate in, dominate, take over. Are you with me? So here's a centurion soldier giving us an example on how to use the word. Remember, great faith. So Jesus, he admired it. He said, man, verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. This is Jesus talking. I have not found. That means he was looking for it. And I think he's still looking for it today. I think that he's looking for his children to operate in some great faith. I think he's looking for it, because he's looking. He said, I found it. Well, what do you mean you found it? If you ain't looking for something, how can you find something? I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. Now, Jesus never called us to live by great faith. A lot of people be, you know, they really, uh, they sharpen a pencil on that. I'm trying to walk by great faith. Jesus didn't call you to that. Jesus only called us to walk or operate in faith. Not great faith. Now, if you on that level, you, you, can, you can operate in great faith. Hey, you know, that's, that's, that's good. But he wants you and I to operate in faith. Habakkuk 2 and 4. Behold, I love the King James Version, okay? Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just. That's you and I, those that have been justified by Jesus. The just shall live by his faith. Didn't say great faith. Romans chapter 1 verse 17 
King James Version says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just, that's you and I, shall live by faith. Not great faith. Galatians 3 and 11. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident the just shall live by faith. Oh, let's keep going. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall not have, shall have no pleasure in him. Now, it is impossible to please God without faith. That ought to motivate you right there. I, mean, I, I got to get some faith, man. I, what God ain't pleased, man. I need. To, hey, I need to get some faith. Where the faith class at? <laughs> Where can I sign? <laughs> Where can I sign up? You know. But without faith, Hebrews eleven and six. But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Pastor, what I got to do about speak the word only? Hold on a minute. I'm coming to that. Because we know you need some faith. You want to please the Father, but sometimes things can get in the way. Lack of trust in God. Weakness in the prayer. Your prayer life is weak. Lack of knowledge in the scripture. You got to read the word. You know, influence of negative uh, secular world views and all that can get in the way, you know, hanging with the wrong folk, wrong crowd can get in the way, sucking away the little bit of faith you got. That's why we're trying to tell y'all to stay out of dark places. And we'll be trying to come down on folk. We're just trying to, we're trying to keep you, you know, spiritually charged, you know. Now, there are, according to the scriptures, there are different degrees of faith. Okay? First, we just found out there's great faith. Okay? The next one below that is just faith. Okay, you can read. Oh, man, I got a ton of scriptures. How much time do I got? Here we go. Basic faith, you know, just some faith. Uh, Matt, I'm going to give you one, you know, two, because I, I don't want to, I'm trying to honor your time. Uh, Matthew 9 and 2, it says, And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed, and Jesus seeing their faith, didn't say great faith, didn't say great faith. He saw their faith. The just shall live by faith. Okay? Seeing their faith and said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, of, son be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. Matthew 9, 29, and it says, Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Just faith. Then the next one below that, 
It's where you don't want to be. Nobody wants to be here. It's little faith. You don't, you don't want to be here. That's a bad place. That, that spot is whack. Okay? Little faith. Watch this. Matthew 6.30. Wherefore, if God so clothe, uh, clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe thee, O ye of little faith? That sounds, man, that, when, he, when Jesus... That just sounds like, oh, man, Lord, why are you talking to me like that? No. You got little faith. Let me give you another one. Matthew 8, 26. And it said, he said unto them, why are ye fearful, O ye of little faith? It's a bad spot to be in. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. I don't think Jesus is pleased right here. Let me give you one more. Matthew 14, 31. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou a little faith. Almost like Jesus got mad at the moment, you know. Man, you, you, oh, you little faith, man, come on. You know. <laughs> That's my mind, y'all. Forgive me. O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Looks like Jesus be getting upset at those moments when you have little faith. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that's, that's what it is in truth. I'm just saying that's how I be feeling when I be reading it, you know. And then below that, there's another spot. You don't want to be nowhere near. And that is... No faith. Oh, man. Mark 440. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? So we don't went from great faith to faith to little faith to no faith. Who all wants to be in the no faith zone? If you in there, you better go get something. Hey, let me, let me be very, very practical. If you ain't got no faith, you better hang with somebody who's got some faith. You better go and get in some prayer with some folk who's got some fire, if I can put it in a different, different way. You better stop hanging with folk that ain't got no faith. And if you're a person with little faith, you better go hang with some folk that's got some faith. And if you try to take your faith to the next level and walk in great faith, you better go find somebody who's walking in great faith so that can rub on you. <clears throat> That's why it's important. You got to listen to, look, 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 look. Uh, sorry to put you on the spot, Pastor. But he's, he's got a big vision. Big vision requires big faith. Big vision requires great faith. Y'all ain't got no faith. Y'all better get magnetized to him. You better stick to him like glue. You better stick to pastor like glue. And don't talk about me, because I'll I hook you up too. Okay? I'm just trying to be very practical. Don't make this difficult. Go find somebody who's walking in it. And just hang. Okay? 
But the question is, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people be like, man, what is faith? Man, I keep hearing this dude talk about faith. What is faith? Well, you know, Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us what faith is. You know, that's the famous definition of faith. Now faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. All right? You know, you know the, the typical traditional, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody remember that scripture. You know, I don't care where you go. Well, you know, Pastor Marcus, faith is the substance of things hopeful. And the evidence of things not seen. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's funny. It's funny. But this definition of faith is funny to me. It's always been funny to me. Because it looks like a it looks like a, a mathematical problem. The way it's worded. <clears throat> and so I'm, I'm going to dig into something. But the great question is, is, how do I get faith? I know what faith is. How do I get it? I say, man, hang with some people who's walking in it. You know, because it's, it's got the rub off on you. You know, you can only stand close to oil. And, you know, the saturation of oil going to get on you. You know, it's just going to, you're going you're gonna to absorb something. The fragrance it's going to get on you. Uh, it's an attraction. Uh, but, but if you're hanging in the wrong spots, listen to me, because there's, 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 there's people out here that are getting down with the get down, okay? And I'm just trying to say, come on out of those places, because we're moving into a season where it's going to require us to punch holes through the mountains by faith. Some of us are going to have to just punch through him. Some of us are going to just call it down and make it disappear. Some of us are going to have to do things beyond the thoughts of man. And it's going to require faith. It's going to require us to walk in such a high supernatural mode. It's not going to make sense. When God comes knocking on your door in the midnight hour while you sleep, and start telling you, I need you to get up and do this. I need you to get up and do that. And it's not going to make sense. But it makes faith. I need to, I mean, you want me to repeat that? It don't make sense, but it makes faith. Because God needs faith from his children in order to push and pull. God needs faith from his children in order to root out, pull down, destroy, throw down. He needs, but he needs people to believe that God has set them over kingdoms and nations in order to do it. How do I get faith? Romans 10, 17. So then faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We know that. We know that. So, going back to uh, Hebrews 11 and 1, right? Watch this. So now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. 
That's what it is. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So, if the substance of things hoped for is faith, and faith is the evidence of things not seen, then that means the substance of things hoped for is the evidence of things not seen. Where my mathematicians at? Science tech people. Where you at? Let me see some hands. At, you know, I'm an engineer by, by trade, so I, I kind of look at things, you know, this looks like a word problem to me. There, there's a property called the transitive property of equality. If A, do I have that, in, do I have that anywhere? If, if A, watch this, equals B, and B equals A, then that means A must equal C. That's what I see when I read this text. Stay with me, because I'm about to unpack. Y'all going to be like, whoa. The transitive property of equality is a fundamental rule in mathematics that states that if two values are equal to a third value, then they are equal to each other. So if A equals B and B equals C, then that means A is equal to C. Huh? <laughs> Got people thinking? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Just stay with me. I, I got you. I ain't going to leave you hanging. Because I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere because I don't want you to think that the word is separate from faith. But I got to show you this way. Let's look at Romans 10.17. There's another one. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now when people read that, they'd be like, but it's the same concept. If faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then that means that faith is the word of God. You know, because I, I used to hear, I used to hear Creflo, Kenneth, all of them say faith is the word. And I never could figure it out until this. Because he's it, it, defining it right there. 
Faith is the word. So when the centurion's shoulder said, speak the word only. And then Jesus steps up and says, man, that's great faith. What's, what's the tie? Because faith is the word. When you are under pressure, when you are under stress, we can find out where your faith is. When you get into that argument with the wife or the husband or the child, the children, the boss at work, the person that cuts you off on the freeway, when that stress level increases, what comes out? What do you say? Do you, do you, do you, do you curse or cuss? I don't know. Do you, do you throw up sign languages? Do you, do you, do you, are you ready to, are you, are you ready to fight? Come on now. If somebody says sometimes, amen. Those are the moments where we find out what is in you with respect to faith. When everything's going, you know you're living right. You know you're walking right. You know you ain't living no kind of way. You're doing everything you're supposed to do. And all of a sudden, bam! How do you respond? What's your default? What do you say? What do you say when the check balance goes in the negative and you don't get paid for another week? What do you say? When you, 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 you get the doctor's report and you've been working out, exercising, watching your diet, going, making your doctor's appointments and all of that, what do you say? What's your default when you got bad news? What comes out of your spirit? What words are you saying? Only you can answer that. I guess this is a spot for me to say my look. So I was... Uh, I had just uh, did my broadcast <clears throat> online. How many of y'all follow my broadcast? You might follow my broadcast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's like one, two people listening. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I was on my way from a, uh, doing my broadcast. I was happy, you know, like yeah, thank you, Lord Jesus. And all of a sudden, my car my car started overheating on two seventy one. And uh, I did everything I could. Get it fixed. Couldn't get it fixed. Had to get it towed, towed it to the, to the house. And, look, and uh, there's a blessing that the, the uh, car place was like two, three minutes away. I drove it up, up the street just in time. It started overheating again. <clears throat> and um, by the time they got through with me, that bill was like almost $900. That's like $900 I didn't have. So I was under stress. I was under pressure. Bills due. You know, Christmas shopping delayed. 
I kept my tongue while I was under pressure. I praised him. Everything's going to be all right. This too shall pass. Let, I'm going to let God. Now, I ended up missing Sunday service. I ain't having a ride to church. I was salty. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I still had to do my Sunday morning broadcast. I broadcast from home. So, I, you know, it was all, uh, but I was still, I wanted to be at the Valley View. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I text Pastor, text Dion. And um, but anyways, but I kept my faith in check. I watched the words that was coming up out of my spirit. And I was under pressure. The squeeze was on. Because I didn't know how, where the money was going to come from. But Jesus. And I said, well, Father, you, you got this. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, let me just go ahead and find something to do, you know. Work on something, you know, tinker around here over this. And I just kept the faith. Got the car fixed. So why? Why? Why when I why why I check my mail today? And there's a check in the in the mailbox for like, you know, over three times the amount of what I had to kick out for the pit, the bill. You know. Um, that, that's high B, though. This, that wasn't my first rodeo. Are you trying to see what I'm saying? That, this, when the squeeze, when, it start, when they start squeezing, something starts squeezing you, you got to respond right. God's looking for your faith. See, that centurion soldier, he was under pressure. His homie was wasn't, 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 wasn't you know, feeling well, sick, cared about him, loved him. I'm, I'm, you know, there was an emotional connection. So the squeeze was on. The stress level was high. Blood pressure might have been up. I don't know. But he said the right thing. And probably it didn't make sense to a lot of people. But it made faith. Speak the word only. Send the word only. Tell the word to come only. Tell the word what to do. You can't tell the word. Okay. See, you, see, you, see, right now, you operating in, in, oh, ye little faith. I'm trying to help you with the great faith. Okay? Faith is the word. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Speak the word. When you speak in faith, speak the word. Speak the word to your bank account. Speak the word over your children. Speak the word over your money. 
Speak the word over your job. Speak the word over your calling. Speak the word over your children, your grandbabies. Speak the word over your lineage. Speak the word over your church. Speak the word over your auxiliary. Speak the word. And let God watch over his word to perform it. But he need, he, he, he's, trying, he's, trying to, he's trying to do something, but he needs some word. And that's why I was trying to show you the connection. If A equals B and B equals C, then that means A is equal to C. And you'll find out that the word is faith, or the faith is the word. So where's your faith? Where's your faith? Do you have it? What's in there? What's in the default? <clears throat> what's in the, what's in the, uh, the, 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 the oven? Because the, the, out of the, watch this, out of the abundance, the mouth speaks. What are you saying? What's, what's, and see, that's why, watch this. That's why you got to watch all that social media, all of that you're ingesting, all of that going into the bottom of your belly. You got to watch it. That's why some, watch this. Some of us need to get a divorce from social media. Pastor said all of us. I was, I'm trying to be a little political, I'm not political, but a little, you know, light here. But, you know, take a break. Sign some papers. I'm divorcing you. Because you don't need all of that. Why? Why? Because, because there's going to come a time, I keep trying to warn you, you're going to need to push up from that default area. Some word, and if it's not there, it won't work. That's the part I'm trying to, it's going to be empty confessions. That's all it's going to be, empty confessions, empty faith confessions, with no power attached to it. But if you spend time cleaning out the dungeon and putting word in there when it's come time, oh, that's good, I love that, that must be my time to, Oh, boy. Thank you, Jesus. I like that. I was wondering when, uh, when I was going to get a cue or not. So now, I'm, now I can shift. Watch this. Thank you. Listen. As children of the Most High, God expects us to operate in faith in every area of our lives. Can't get around it. That's the way it is in this kingdom. The best thing we can do is to focus on getting stuff in there. It's almost like you storing. Remember, remember back in the day, everybody was storing up for Y2K? You know, everybody's storing up for it. What? Store, store some word up in you. Listen, I challenge you. Find yourself 
three scriptures. One scripture that's going to help you in the area of your health. Just one. One scripture that's going to help you in the area where your finances are, your wealth. And one scripture that's going to help you in the area of where your relationships are. Just three. Find yourself three and meditate on those. In the time of crisis, you can draw from those three, whatever, you know, the situation. If it's a, if a health issue, you got that one scripture. Kenneth Hagin had one. He had Mark 11, 23, 24 for his health scripture. He always leaned on that. Find yourself one. Don't be trying to find 50 promises because that becomes overwhelming. But find yourself one out of each category. Say it to yourself over and over and over and over until it gets down in here. And then when God comes along, like he did me on the freeway, you know, it's time to see what you got in there, son. And I had to do what I had to do. So the only thing I could do was what I knew how to do. What else was I going to do but do to do? Oh, I like that. Just find yourself three. Listen, I want to pray. I want to pray for those that are struggling in the area of faith. I'm going to ask those, and you know, what I'm going to ask, if, if, if you a person that somewhat got, got it together walking in faith, I didn't say you had to be perfect, but you, you know, you, you got some, you know, you got some stripes, you know, I'm going to ask you to come down, if this is okay, uh, Pastor Dawn. I'm going to ask you to come down. The reason I'm asking you to come down is because I'm going to ask people who are struggling, who have little faith, no faith, but want to grow their faith. To partner. Okay? Partner. And don't be shy. Please don't be shy. We're all trying to grow in Christ. And we want to bless you. We're going to release what we have. Our faith, we're going to couple our faith with you. And just look at it as a, an impartation. Okay? Please, don't be shy. Nobody asks you to be perfect, but you got something to give. You got something to impart. You've had some victories walking in faith. If that's you, come on down. <clears throat> Join me. Join us. So we can impart, so that we can touch and agree. I know there are others. Come on, I know some young people. I know some young people in here had some victories somewhere along the line. You believed God for something and he came through, didn't he? We're all at, everybody's in here at different, different levels. We just don't want you walking out of here like with no faith. <laughs> we want you to walk out of here feeling charged. You know, ready to win, ready to be victorious. And those of you 
who say, man, I struggle in believing for this and believing for that. Come on down so we can just, just, just bless you. We just want to just lay hands on what you're going to bless. Pastor JB, I know you got some faith. Come on. I don't know why you. Okay. Oh, Come on. Those that need, need, need impartation, come on. The altar's open. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. <clears throat> They'll start coming when you start singing, Dion. for your family come on down you want some prayer for your finances come on down you want some prayer for your health come on down you're stuck in your calling you're stuck in your ministry you don't know how to get unstuck come on down you want to go to the next level or whatever that is come on down here for you to receive. This is the place. This is the place to get filled up. This is the place to get activated. You're struggling to get to that next, that next leg. Increase 
of people's faith. We ask in the name of Jesus that their faith be no longer stagnant, but that it begins to enlarge itself. Thank you, Father, for enlargement. Thank you, Father, for increase. We're no longer operating in the same level of faith, but we're moving from faith to faith and from glory to glory. Thank you, Father, you have given us a new perspective. Testimonies will be more because of faith. Miracles will be more observed because of faith. Healings will be more amplified and great because of faith. Callings will begin to emerge because people are beginning to move and step out on faith. No longer will there be impedances and hindrances that's going to keep us from moving and faith. In Jesus' name, we pray.